Hello everybody, and now a man that needs absolutely no introduction, the brilliant Mr. Lonan North. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? Really, really good. Thank you very much for coming. It's my pleasure, really. And uh, we'll try not to bore you or keep you too long. That, that's, that would be preferable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right then. Simon, if you want to kick off with the question. Yeah, first question. And a bit of a simple question to begin with. Why are you so awesome? A question by Plankfan. Why am I so awesome? Wow. Uh, I got just as many people out there that think I'm awesome as think I'm not awesome, I'm sure. So um, <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm flattered. Um, you know, I, I'm just happy to do what I do and that people really responded to it. Um, I, I joke about it, the fact that what I do for a living is the same thing that got me uh, in trouble in school growing up. Really? So uh, I'm sure that uh, all these voices and the different things, uh, you know, it's just part of a, a bigger plan that this is just what I was meant to do. And the fact that so many people enjoy, uh, you know, the, the, the work I've done is, uh, is just, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I couldn't ask for anything more. Well, so thanks, thanks for that. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, what was it that you did as a child? Well, I got you know. I mean, I would uh, I would imitate my homeroom teacher <laughs> and you know get everybody to an assembly when there was never an assembly. Oh and, wow! Oh good uh, God! I would uh, you know I actually just uh, we had a homeroom teacher that I could uh, I could also do the intercom. Kind of a strange little, <laughs> and with the, with the acoustics in the, the classroom, it actually would sound like it was coming out, and I actually would get my homeroom teacher to uh, go to the <laughs> office, uh, and everybody would uh, have a good laugh at that. But uh, wow. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is. We, Frank calls as, as as my friend's parents, you know, just uh, you know. Yeah, uh, Jimmy won't be uh, he won't be uh, coming to school today. You know, get us out of school. So, <laughs> okay, uh, has a has a striking resemblance to Matt Gilgan back there. <laughs> oh, God, not sure who that is, but okay. Yeah, it's probably best uh, that you you don't know. Oh, that's okay, harsh. So the answer to why are you so awesome is because you can imitate a uh, an intercom. Yes, that would be the short answer. The, the other <laughs> answer is just the fact that you know. I was just born awesome. What can I say? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, yes. Of course, when I'm picking up the dog shit in my backyard, I don't feel so awesome, but thanks for the uh, the note anyway. <laughs> just just remember that. You'll feel much better. Exactly. Mm. Uh, next up, we have, uh, what did you do before voice acting? That's from Rownak, I think. Well, you know... The fact that I mean I'm an actor. I, I do television, film, anything, you know, and voiceover. I prefer voiceover because I don't have to shave or you know, explain <laughs> to, or explain to my children why I'm daddy's wearing makeup. But uh, <laughs> other than that, you know, I mean, uh, before, I can say so. I mean, I've been an actor for about 14 years. I did a, a television show here uh, for a while, and uh, you know, the voice or voice acting thing just kind of fell in my lap as I started doing it more and more and, and found that I had uh, a certain uh, ability to do it, that it just kind of grew from there. And, and it's like snowball effect. But uh, somebody once asked me how I became an actor in general. And the best answer I could give was process of elimination. 
Um, I, I've done everything. I mean, I've bartended, I've waited, I've painted houses, I've worked for contractors, uh, you know, doing construction, finished carpentry, um, you know, it, worked in, uh, investment, worked in an investment bank, you know, I, and, and my goal, I, I went to college to play baseball and I was actually, um, on scholarship at uh, North Carolina where I played baseball and, mm-hmm. and before I hurt my shoulder before going pro. So. Uh, I've done a lot of different things. I was a, a news reporter in New York and New Jersey. Really? Uh, oh gosh, I've done so much, you know. But you know, I just realized that I I would I didn't want to have to work this hard. <laughs> and, and this is the only thing where I could actually say I have fun, and I, it doesn't really feel like a job. And you know, this industry is silly enough to pay me for it. Uh, who's who am I to stop them? Can we expect a Nolan North autobiography at some point? Oh God! No, no, not unless I'm not unless you know an autobiography. No, I I don't find myself as interesting as other people seem to. Well, it depends uh, how much money would be involved, really. Well, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if somebody <laughs> wants to pay me for it. I mean, I would be happy to write. It. That's it. Yeah, thank you. You just answered my question. There you are. If somebody liked to send me a, a fat check, I would be happy to tell you about all the trivial things I've done in life. But uh, till then, I just. Uh, I just don't have that big of an ego yet. Um, I'm working on it, but not okay. just yet. Well, let us know, and uh, and we might get in contact again. Okay. Right. Bring the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> now we've got some very strange listeners. Uh, this this question is from Prime Buster, and he wants to know whether you've ever played Twister by yourself. Uh, he's, he's, he says he's sure you have, but can I ask you anyway? Well, Prime Buster... You really, really need to get out more often. <laughs> uh, no, I have not played Twister by myself, but I have played um, with a female. Right. And there was very little. There was very little clothing involved, so that would oh, fantastic. You know, buster for the next thirty minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay, and that leads us on to the next question nicely. Um, this is a question by Bubba. Elena or Chloe? In Uncharted. Elena long-term, <laughs> Elena long-term Chloe in a drunken stupor. <laughs> so, Chloe, when you want to play Twister. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why choose? How about both? Good point. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Wow, yeah, well, you know, if they want to invite me over to the party, that's fine. You know what? They're both great characters, but they're both super... I know what he's talking about. How about just... Uh, Elena, long term. Chloe, when you're feeling kind of dirty. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, I can tell you enjoy your job, um, and that's Absolutely. kind of what Tamarind L A Z. These people have got very strange names. Uh, it wants to know if you're enjoying your job as a video game voice actor. I'm enjoying my life. You know, uh, my job as a video game voice actor. You know, I do so much, uh, so many other things. It, you know, it's. I like. I know how the people really like to, um, you know, uh, single it out that because I've been so uh, prevalent in so many video games and some so many you know really well selling games. Um, like I said, there was kind of a snowball effect that things kind of went through, and then when Uncharted came about, it things just kind of blew up because of all the the hype it got. Uh, I enjoy my job as an actor. It's yeah, it's it's not a job. It's uh, it's just you know, fun with a paycheck attached. And, 
you know, it, it's not the easiest life. I mean, there's there's feast and famine. You've heard that, you know. So, but uh, right now the eating's good, so it's it's a good time. You know, if you caught me 15 years ago, I might have been, you know, in tears, wondering if I could borrow money. But you know, things have gone pretty well, and uh, yeah, and and to be more specific to the question. Voice, uh, voiceover in general, whether I'm doing animated cartoon series or, or, or animated films, uh, they're great. But the video game world in specifically is, uh, is fantastic because you get to play such a variety of characters and it's such a niche, a niche market, you know, that you can kind of – I've gotten into – and it's there's nowhere to go but up. I mean, the the technology keeps advancing, and the games keep advancing, and the writing gets better. And uh, it's really nice to have you know gotten in at uh, you know at least close to the ground level when this is really starting to skyrocket, and have uh, you know a good reputation of being someone who's reliable and and uh, up to the task. This one's from Biff Sticks. Uh, interesting name there. Uh, what was the first voice acting gig you ever did? Um, I mean, you've talked a bit about doing news-related stuff. So um, was there anything before that? Or? First voiceover gig. Um, well, one of the first games I did was actually for Activision. I think it was called Interstate 82. And I went in on a Saturday. Uh, you know, the booth was like nothing more than a closet with pads on the wall. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't even think it was a union job. It was just sort of like out of the blue. Somebody called because they knew I could do this Christopher Walken type character. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And went in for probably a couple hundred bucks. I don't even remember. Uh, and that was years ago. I don't even, if you looked Interstate 82 up, you'd find out when it came out. I, I was a character called Hinkley. I remember the character's name, Hinkley. So that was technically the first video game. Uh, but the, uh, if I can say the second first video game I ever did when I really got with a voiceover agency and started pursuing it was Maximo versus the Army of Zinn. And, oh, I, played, okay. and I, I played the Baron in that. And uh, a good friend of mine to this day, Doug Carrigan, was the director on the casting and the director on that. And uh, I just worked with him last week on a project. And, you know, it's just, it, you know, that goes to show, you know, once you establish yourself as someone who's reliable, who can get the job done, do it well, and, uh, you know, do it, uh, you know, with time left over, um, you know, you'd be efficient and, and good at it. Uh, you know, you, you can expect things to go well for you. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and Luke RYU would like to know how much of your work in the voice studio is done with other voice actors in the room versus running lines alone. And who are some of the standout voice actors you've worked with? Oh, well, it's, uh, I, I don't know what the percentage would be of how, how many times you're in the booth with someone else. Anytime you do an animated series or, or, or movie like that, there's usually other people in the room, especially in the animated series. And, and you, so you can play off each other and it's great. Um, as long as you know how to, you know, you don't move off the mic and you move around too much. Um, it, it's, it's fantastic when you have that because then the, the ability to ad lib and add little things and play off that person, uh, really comes through. That's something that uncharted has done really well because a lot of times we'll go back in, uh, to do any type of, uh, work for the game 
uh, with each other in the voiceover booth. And you get to play off each other and then they can go back and pick and choose and edit what they want to use for the game. Uh, but the majority of the time you are alone and you have to rely on uh, the director and um, anybody from the developer's uh, office on the context of the game that you or the situation that you're in. Uh, fortunately for me, I've done so many games and so many different types of games. Uh, I get to, uh, I kind of know where they're going. You know, I, I tend to pick up the context a little quicker now because I've, I've been in a lot of the situations before and, and they, they tend to repeat themselves in certain ways here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's better to have people in the booth when ne- when possible, but a lot of times you are alone. Uh and what was the other part of the question? Uh, I think what, some of the yeah, stand, stand up people you've worked with. Stand up people I've worked with. You know, I've, I've gotten a chance to work with some of the best. Um, in video games specifically, uh, Fred Tattashore is a very, very dear friend of mine. Uh, has been for a long time. Same agency. We were kind of discovered by the same agent. And he has you know, Gears of War. He's been in. He's, he does a lot of monster voices. Uh, in fact, Fred and I did the uh, voice of the Wolfman for the Benicio del Toro, uh, Anthony Hopkins movie. The, the two, of, two of us went into the to the sound booth in, at Warner Brothers, and we actually did all the growls and snarls and attacks, and uh, oh and then they kind of put them together. Even though we're uncredited, we uh, we did get paid, and we did uh, we'll we'll get residuals if anybody buys that DVD. So that's a good thing. But Fred Tattashore is a great one. Um, you know, everybody on Uncharted, Graham McTavish, who's, a, who's become a very good friend of mine. Uh, in, in in animation in general, uh, there's people like James Arnold Taylor, uh, who's great. Uh, Rob Paulson, Maurice LaMarche, uh, Jeff Glenn Bennett. Uh, but uh, just 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 great talents. Um, I, I'm trying to think of more specifically uh, video games uh, people have worked. Uh, one of my other very close friends who's done tons of work and who is a fantastic talent that I'd have to single out is Robin Atkin Downs. He's done a ton of work um, and he just, he's so versatile and has, you know, any accent you want to, he can throw down there and, you know, he's a, he's, he's just fantastic. And he's um He's also was on the first two Uncharted's, first as Navarro in, in the first Drake's Fortune, and then as Tenzin, which was even more challenging because he was <laughs> technically doing voiceover, but he was doing the motion capture. So, um, but Robin Atkin Downs is another uh, just great talent that I'm you know proud to call my friend. Mm. Yeah, I think it's great to see um, you know more what very well respected actors coming in to do these parts because you know on the PS One and that sort of time you may have um you know just seen people pulled off the street who <laughs> speak too yeah. well but, yeah you know it just goes hand in hand with video well, you, games you know, progressing yeah and i know that i've uh, you know you've gotten you're, you're making an impact in your chosen profession when especially in voiceover when people are actually recognizing me now at places uh, like if i take my kid over to get a a game at the GameStop uh, video game uh, store, mm-hmm. um, you know, and people will, you know, these hardcore gamers will hear my voice and you see these heads turn and they kind of look at me and 
They're trying to put two and two together. And I <laughs> snatched the credit card out of my hand as I was handing it to him. And he looked, he goes, I knew it. I knew it was you. And I'm like, oh, you know, you're and another time at a, at a store, uh, I, I, I had something on hold and I asked somebody to go back and get it. And they go, OK, what's the name? And I said, Nolan North. And they OK. And they took they turned around, took one step and he turned around, spun around and said, the, the voiceover actor. I mean, it was, you know, that's that's pretty, um, pretty cool, you know, it, it, because I, I I revel in my anonymity. I like just, you know, flying under the radar. I, I have no desire necessarily to be, you know, the Brad Pitt famous guy over there. But, you know, when you're doing voiceover, you know, it's a lot cooler. You tend to go to work, do your thing and then just live a normal life. So, uh but this amount of attention is okay. This has been a lot of fun. Hmm. So the next question by the same guy: Have you any? Have you got any film or TV acting gigs in the near future? Well, I did uh, a, a couple episodes uh, this past year of the new uh, Melrose Place, which I don't. I think is going to be canceled. Uh, oh. I did an episode in ABC's Modern Family. I'm doing a couple animated series, and uh, actually I'm waiting on a call for a new ABC television show. I just uh, met with producers for the third time for a a show. So, uh, you know, it's on-camera work is very much, I I consider it kind of like a lottery ticket, and and voiceover is my job. Uh, A lot of people here, especially in the States, um, will... You know, they, they get up in the morning, they go to a convenience store, they grab a cup of coffee, a lottery ticket, and they go to their job. Well, I'm much the same way. I'll get my coffee, and I consider that lottery ticket my theatrical agents for a film or a television show that, you know, I may have read for over and over. And uh, that's the, the job where cha-ching, you know, you know it's, it's, it's okay, great. Yeah. And then I get my job, which is my voiceover work, and it's and it's a fun job. And you know, I mean, I have to leave here in about twenty minutes to head to another one. I mean, I uh, had one this morning, and I'm going to another one, and it pays very handsomely, very well. So I'm not hurting. But it's uh, but you, you know, the television thing, TV and film is I got to be honest, is a pain in the ass a lot of the time. It's uh, you know, I don't want to sound ungrateful, but it really is. I, I did a movie where I was out. For about 10 days they used me about four of those 10 days uh so you go down you get makeup wardrobe you sit around you take naps you sit and you're not you know be, until you're a star you're not making a ton of money mm. and um you know it's a lot of waiting and you're just sitting around to do these couple small scenes that you know it's not going to make you a star and they're not going to throw cash and prizes at you and it's just you know, and you're like, you, you sit there sipping coffee, waiting around all day to do nothing because they say, sorry, we didn't get you today. We'll see you tomorrow. And you sit around thinking, I could have been in a studio, probably made more money, had some fun, laughed with some the engineers and the producers, and we did a video game. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's uh, it's just different parts of the business. And, and I enjoy just kind of bouncing in and out of everything and just continue to work just work begets work and you just keep moving forward uh and you enjoy enjoy, the the success is enjoying the process that you're in not 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 otherwise you're just straining to reach a goal that you 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 know you may never get to so success is in the doing 
And and if you can find your happiness in that, you know, you're golden. You are absolutely golden. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> another question here. How long until um, we get an Eddie Murphy in Nazi uh, Professor style uh, style game where you voice all the major characters? Oh, that's a fantastic idea. I'm up for it. Let's <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, we could do the Nutty Professor. Are you kidding? I actually had somebody mess around with me saying that, uh, you know, we could do it. And there's actually a lot of voiceover actors that could, but oh, I would love that challenge. You know, just take a small game and do them so, I mean, because that's the funny thing. I've gotten so much notoriety um, from using my own voice when my head is full of characters and these just, you know, I mean, and, you know, this year, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, I was um, uh, in uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Crack in Time. Yeah. Uh, you know, because the, the the voice was just so off the wall. They don't know that uh, that was me. <laughs> yeah. And if I could remember the name of the character, I would. It's right. Uh, who's it? Anybody look that up? Anybody? Um, uh, he talked uh, like this. Oh, sir. Oh, what's his name? He's right at the start. I'm, I'm so sorry. He's a little robot who runs through the whole thing with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite, quite mind-blowing, I can assure you. Yeah, it's just like this. He's like, oh, yes, this, sir, we have to keep moving. <laughs> you know, then everybody thinks Nathan Drake walking out, yeah, well, payback's a bitch. You know, it's like, okay, so <laughs> it's the same guy. Oh, damn. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I love that character. Oh. I'll look oh, up for you. Have to Google it. Oh man. Oh, I can even look it up. I mean, it, it's uh... it's actually faster to Google you, and then look at what you've done than Google the game. Sig Sigmund, isn't it? Sigmund. There you go. Sigmund. Yeah. I kept wanting to say Desmond, but that's the Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. They're um, very, very different characters. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right, let's see here. I have a question here from Awesomeo, who says that, um, well, it's, it's fair to say that some of your voices, Nathan Drake, uh, William Gray from Dark Void, uh, the guy of Prince of Persia, and uh, Desmond from Assassin's Creed all sound fairly similar. Um, is that your choice or is that the developer's choice? Uh, it's the developer's choice. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, I... Nathan Drake was just me because they wanted me. They wanted my sensibility, my personality, my sense of humor, all that stuff. So that's, you know, that that's, you know, literally me in a, in a, a t-shirt and a holster. I mean, that's, that's most like me. Yeah. Um, Dark Void really kind of got a, a, a tough break because we actually recorded that. I think we were recording that, while we were, they were finishing up Uncharted, the first one. Really? So you know, it's not, it's really not fair to, to for people to think that well, Dark Void was just copying Uncharted because they weren't. That, that was a, they had the story. It was very, you know, the, the plane crash in the beginning, all that stuff, and and I've heard people say it's Nathan Drake with a jetpack, but you know, it was it was Why literally. Is that bad? <laughs> It was they just wanted my voice, but it was they weren't trying to, you know, take off Uncharted. We literally had to we voiced that before the first one came out, but they had development problems, I think, or, or things got, you know, backed up as they often do. 
And it just happened to come out when, you know, Uncharted 2 blew up and now everybody's like, oh, it's a copycat. But it's really not fair. Those developers did a, a really good job and they did work with what they they had at the time. And, and it wasn't something like, you know, uh, they, they weren't trying to be copycats at all. Um, Prince of Persia, I will tell you that I, during recordings, I kept turning and going, are you sure you want this voice? They're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, this is fine. I said, I just don't, with the scarves and what he looks like, because I looked at the artwork, I said, shouldn't he have a little bit of a, you know, I actually thought he should have a little bit of a, a British accent, just a little bit, you know, just something that, <laughs> and, and, you know, what, what did he do? You know, it just, and when they did the movie, Jake Gyllenhaal obviously does just a little bit of a, a Brit. And I thought, you know, just give him a little bit of pizzazz, little style and class that, you know, you Brits naturally have. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, not Simon, but. Not Simon, you. no, he's, he's not from England. He's but, not in you know, there. The, yeah, but, you know, it's one of those things. It's just, uh, I said, even if we did something, you know, so it, it could be kind of Middle Eastern or something like. Yeah, just exactly. Like, just something where it sort of starts to fall. It's like, Carl, where is my donk? Carpets this thick, princess. Carpets this thick. He could have still had the same. And, and I kept saying, but they were like, no, no, no. We just want your voice. And I thought it was unfortunate. And when the reviews came in, it was like, eh, it's, it's, you know, and, and I didn't think my voice matched the, uh, the character's look. And lo and behold, when they went to do another one, I, I'm not invited back to be the prince. And right. rightfully so. I don't, but I, 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 that was the only time where I really voiced myself saying, I, I really think you should think about this. I don't think this voice is working with the character. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of people agreed. I mean, they still sold a ton of copies, and they were happy. But uh, I, I, that was the one time where I really wasn't very happy with um, with what I did, given the the parameters that I was given. Uh, I just didn't think the uh, my voice naturally matched that look of the game. Uh, you know, the, the scarves and because it was a beautiful game and I don't want to take anything away from Ubisoft because they did a beautiful game sure. and it was cool. And the fighting, I mean, I saw, it. I mean, it was just amazing, but those cutscenes with my voice so many times just didn't work, mm. period, you know, and, uh, but I, I don't have much say in that. I mean, <clears throat> they, they have an idea what they want and, you know, I, I'm, I'm just a hired gun and told, uh, I, you know, that's what directing means. You're directed to do it a certain way. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, because, you know, and, and, and Shadow Complex, you know, it was a small developer, independent developer. And it was just this regular guy. And they just, and again, they just wanted my voice, you know, and, and cause it was a, is it RPG? What is it called? Like that type of game, uh, uh, side-scrolling type thing. Yeah, side-scrolling type game and everything. So, you know, and and it was a great game. You know, take away the the, the voice of the whole thing, but it, it worked. And I know it's a, you know, here's a guy spelunking with his girlfriend, and he's got. I understand, <laughs> but you know, um, I have little, very little say in what they want. A lot of times, they just want the normal voice, and a lot of times, they want the acting is more important than worrying about what the voice sounds like. A lot of games like Shadow Complex, they shouldn't worry about, uh, you know, it sounds like Nathan Drake. Who cares? You know, a lot of there, believe it or not, there are people who don't know who Nathan Drake or Uncharted is because it's only on the PS3. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they and Desmond Miles. It's like, well, you know, they always have, you know, Desmond is, 
very similar to my voice. I mean, just it, but it's his attitude. He's not the same personality as Nathan Drake. Uh, and, and it's very similar to like when uh, Tom Cruise or, or Tom Hanks does a movie. Nobody cares if he, he doesn't change his voice, may change his, but he changes who the character is. Yeah. Uh, I think people get, a lot of gamers get too hung up on that. Enjoy the game. I mean, the voiceover, the voice acting is one thing, but, you know, enjoy the game for what it is. Because, uh, I mean, Assassin's Creed, Desmond Miles, I mean, that, 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 Assassin's Creed is just an amazing game. I mean, you know, it's just a really cool game. I mean, I know everybody who, who's played that just has a great time with it. So, you know, don't get hung up on the fact, you know, who's who's doing the voice. Mm. Well said. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, I know where people go with that. They're like, are you over, uh, do you feel oversaturated? Well, you know, I, 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 I'm only, I'm kind of handcuffed into what I'm told to do. And there's yeah. a bunch of games out there where people will go, wow, that I didn't know that was him. Uh, and there's games that I've done before everything blew up, and they're like, oh, I picked up this game. It's like, well, that was an old game. Of course I did this. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm drawn more, I'll tell you this, drawn more to roles where I'm not using my voice uh, because Uncharted's become so successful. And, and there are a couple games that I can't talk about that'll be coming out, uh, you know, soon next year where it's not exactly my voice uh, or, and you won't even recognize it's me until you, you know, find out that it's me. So, you know, there's, there's, it's great. And I think, I think more of the developers are becoming cautious of that too. And there's, you know, they're like, well, you know what, like, this is a different type of character, but we want the good acting and we know no little give us that. And, and it's a, you know, we don't care if it's, it's his voice, but it's a little darker. That's fine. You know, cause that's not Nathan Drake. So, yeah. So, yeah. So there. <laughs> so another weird question uh, Big C3 he wants to know if you let your kids play the games that you do voice work in my kids aren't interested they're 6 and 10 and uh, <laughs> they're just not interested they, they're playing Wii uh, Super Mario Brothers and Super Smash Brothers oh. and uh, Mario Kart that kind of they, they you know and they could play the problem is with 10 and 6, and he's almost 7, but if I let them play Uncharted, they're going to see the creepy monsters, and then they have yeah. like, then they wake up and they jump in bed with me, and and then, you know, I'm not cuddled up next to my wife. So, in a selfish way, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and a lot of the, you know, the games that I play are, are not for their age, and... Quite frankly, they're not interested. I mean, they're Southern California kids. I usually kick their butts outside and make them go play outside. They don't need to be playing a video game unless it's raining or, you know, it's it's cold or it's at night. And um, yeah. And, and again, i got to be honest. They're just not – Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones and that kind of stuff. They like those games. Uh, but Good games. Yeah, they're just, you know, and, and I have the PS3, I have the Xbox 360, I have all that stuff. It, you know, it's just don't play. I don't have time to play, and, and I mean, I'm just exhausted chasing them around most of the time. So I have all the games, I have all the systems, and one day I'm sure I'll just sit down and play till my thumbs fall off and my eyes go bloodshot. But <laughs> It's not happened uh, to us yet. No, not yet? No, yeah, nearly. Mm -hmm. A few more years. All right. 
Um, yeah, another cheeky question, as I might say, from uh, Big C3. Uh, do you ever wear the half-tucked T-shirt in public? Absolutely. Glad <laughs> <laughs> to hear it. Absolutely. Matter of fact, a, a friend of mine who's a, a model, uh, he's modeled, you know, catalogs and different stuff all over the world. Uh, he, he came over one day and I looked and I'm like, uh, and he had the T-shirt tucked into his belt and everything else was out. I'm like, oh, nice, like that. He goes, yeah, it's the Drake. Like, what? <laughs> wow. He goes, yeah, we call it the Drake. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, oh, it's some video game or something. And he didn't, I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah. He said, one of my buddies, he calls it the Drake, and he's a model, and he loves like some game. I'm like, I'm Drake. He's like, what? I had to go put it in for him and show him the behind-the-scenes stuff because wow. he's like, oh, my God. He said, you, of all people. So, yeah, and he said, no, it's really good because it, it kind of gives you the, the – it shows your waistline, but you can still – it's casual. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. You know, it was just a decision that they made at the developers at Naughty Dog. Some genius at Naughty Dog didn't realize he was uh, starting a fashion trend. So, yes, I do wear it. I don't have as big a belt buckle, but I'm working on it. Okay. That's good. <laughs> um now, Hedges1001 wants to know, if you were directing the Uncharted film, who would you like to play Nathan Drake? If not um, yourself, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, I would I would love to play myself. I, I always got to get that out of the way first. Of course I would. I mean, it would be a dream come true. It's The character is me. It's, it's all my sensibilities. It's my... Uh, uh, sense of humor. I, I'm allowed so much creative freedom to ad lib and go with it and try different things on set that it really is as organic as a, a performance as I can give. So if I were doing the, the game, I mean, it, it's it's silly. It's like, who do you want to play you? Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but understanding how the business works, uh, being here a long time and doing this for a long time. A lot of times you won't get financing for a film unless you attach a major star. That's just how it works. Uh, they won't even move forward or greenlight a, a, a fantastic script. It doesn't matter a lot in Hollywood until they have the Brad Pitt set to go, and you know he he, he you know moves forward and and uh, you know he's the guy. Uh, yeah. And and then the foreign financers put in their money. They know that they pre-sell, they pre-sell things overseas, and they know that they're they're making money before they even make the film. It's all locked up in contracts and ready to go. That being said, I've heard Hugh Jackman's name mentioned. I think he'd be fantastic. Wow. He's, you know, he's he's a you know solid solid uh, movie star. Um, I, I haven't heard a lot of names. It would have to be someone who can pull that off. Um, it, depending on how young they want to go, I don't know. I someone with a good sense of humor. I think um, you know Chris Pine has gotten a lot of uh, from Star Trek. He's gotten a lot of heat lately, and he's a you know he's a solid movie star now. And and I suppose he could you know I. I I, I don't know. It, it's a really tough question because, you know, I am an actor and it's kind of like, you know, it, it's not like I, I, I'm I'm a guy who, you know, uh, was on an airplane and, and the pilots passed out and I landed the plane and they, you know, I just I'm an accountant from Michigan, you know, and they just wanted to 
They want to get a movie star to play your role. I'm an actor. You're asking an actor who he would like to play, who what actor he would like to play him. It's like, and it's a little bit like, oh, I hate this business. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. You know, I, I've talked to the producers and they have thrown out names, and I'm just trying to like, you know, maybe if I could become a a star before they make the movie, maybe I'll be a big enough name. That, that would be my goal, but I'm running out of time because I'm sure they want to start production pretty soon. I don't well, know who, make they, who they'll go with, how it'll work. Um, you know, maybe if enough people got to, to a Rod Pictures and said, you got to use the main guy, you know, they could put a bunch of stars around me, you know, <laughs> and put Anthony Hopkins as Sully and just put a bunch of big star names, get a big female star and then be like, hey, you know what? Let's save some money. We'll get the guy to play himself. Mm. <laughs> you know, the thing is, it, people don't realize it's never a question of ability. Uh, it's just a question of, of celebrity. And, you know, it's, uh, could I do it? Would people go see it? Yes. Would they be able to make the film? I don't know. Because, mm. honestly, if I'm the producer, if you're the producer and they said, do you want Nolan North to do it or do you want Hugh Jackman to do it? Hmm. Well, Hugh's going to make me a gazillionaire. Nolan might make me a millionaire, but, you know, because we're going to make a great movie anyway, but this is a gazillion dollars. So it, it's just the business, and that's the way the ball bounces. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, on that note, do you reckon, is the film definitely going ahead then? Because, I mean... I I gotta be honest. I to be honest, I don't know anything about the movie. I haven't heard since uh, I talked to the producers of the film at a party that we had for the premiere of the game, and it, they just expressed the interest that they really want me to be in it, um, in some role. Uh, you know, so kind of like a Where's Waldo type thing. I think you know, sort of game. <laughs> and you know, and I and 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 also as like uh, you know. It's, it's a it's a nice gesture, you know, uh, that I'm I'm the star of the video game. Let's put him in the movie. A good friend of mine is James McCaffrey, who was uh, he's been on the show here in the States with Dennis Leary, Rescue Me. He's done a bunch of television and films. He's a very accomplished actor. And he is the original and only Max Payne from the whole Max Payne series. Oh. And he they put him in the movie. Uh, as like a federal agent uh, somewhere in the end. But, you know, but they needed Mark Wahlberg to play Max Payne. Now, the movie didn't do very well. So who knows? Maybe producers will look and go, you know, we're, we should just use Nolan uh, because, you know, gamers, ga more gamers would, would uh, go see this movie if, um, yeah. if I were in it, I think. I think because, you know, it's... It's a niche community or, or niche community. I don't know how to say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we have this discussion. Niche. niche, that's it. It's niche, a yeah. niche community. We are, we are, you know, and I consider myself part of that. I've, I've got to know a lot of gamers and I've done lots of interviews and read things and it's, and I'm proud to be doing this and, and uh, you know, working for, for everybody and I'm very, very proud and flattered that they uh, like my work. Would you like us to uh, set up a petition and circulate it amongst ourselves to try and get you that part then? Oh, sure. I don't yeah. know if it'll do any good, but sure. You, you, you do that and I'll come on, chat with you anytime you want. We'll, we'll try our best. <laughs> um, we'll just go on to another question here. Uh, can you tell us about any of the games you're 
currently working on with regards to voice acting? I know you've got the code of secrecy and stuff, but no, uh, I can't. I, I, they they have me assign non-disclosure agreements and all kinds of stuff, and it's it's unfortunate. But I can tell you that I'm. I think at the Spike Video Game Awards, they premiered a bunch of different. Uh, Games and I think I'm main characters in four of them. Oh, wow. wow, that's quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it was four. I know three for sure, but I think there was a fourth one. And I'm in about eight of them. Wow. Eight to ten, uh, you know, in some degree. But, you know, that's that's kind of understandable because, you know, there there are, I mean, sometimes you're just, you know, guard four and, and like a, another character in a battle or something. Um yeah, uh, you know, I was involved in a bunch of the games last year. Just, it's just, you know, this is what I do. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm in that loop. And uh, people like, you know, I remember Robin Atkin Downs, who I mentioned before. He and I went to E3 in Los Angeles, and we would walk around and play a game like in that one, in that one, in that one. And I think at last count, we were just about tied at 21 each. Wow. These different games that we had done, and we just were laughing, and you know. But you know, sometimes it, it's a main role, but sometimes you're something smaller. Um, but uh, yeah, very often, you, if you see my name, you see his name on the title too. Hmm. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I would love to tell you all about the because there's a really cool game <laughs> that I, I did yesterday that I'm I'm so excited about, but I cannot talk about it. Hmm. But uh, maybe, maybe when it maybe when it uh, when it comes out or it's announced, uh, we can do this again, and I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, sure. Love We'd to. love to. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, right, here's here's quite a difficult question for you because you're either gonna do really well or or be subjected to something quite uncomfortable. Martin asks, "Can you do your best English accent? And if he sounds like Dick Van Dyke?" Stick a chimney sweeper pole up his ass. Well, <laughs> well actually, yesterday I worked for a British developer, um, and uh, last week as well. And Graham McTavish is a good friend of mine. So I think it, the thing in, when you're doing a British accent is you don't uh, you don't want to sound like Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I God. <laughs> bloody cheeky. I no. I mean, it's it's all. Uh, See, the thing is, I grew up watching BBC, believe it or not. Um, oh, wow. My father used to always watch BBC. We watched Faulty Towers. We watched Penny Hill, Monty Python, uh, anything with Alec Guinness. Uh, that's what we watched. So, um, yeah, you know, like now if I have to go a little bit harder, like a little more, you know, uh, you know, uh, I always kind of go like socio, you know, if, you, if you're going to do something that it gets a little bit harder with the, with, with the way they talk, you guys talk. I mean, uh, Graham McTavish is, is a is a Brit, and like I'll sit here and we'll we'll go have a couple of beers and we'll talk like this the whole time. Uh, but then if we go over to if you go over to Ireland, you know, uh, everybody in the states they sent, they, uh, they tend to talk uh, like uh, like Lucky Charms. Uh, they, they look, oh yes, hey, look at that, the Parley Clover. But that's not, <laughs> the Irish the Irish just have a little more of a lilt to their voice, and it's it kind of flows through there. That's um, you know, like Patrick Harrington, it's it's quite hard because I, I think he's from outside Dublin, and and so it it kind of if you stay subtle with it all, uh, and I'm not going to even mess around with Simon because <laughs> I, 
I do I do squat, but it's 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 a little harder harder to do because um, too many uh, Americans will trail everything like this and everything gets like that. But uh, I had a good friend who was a Scot, and he, and he thought it was and actually worked pretty well. I'm so saying that's, nothing. <laughs> that's all right. Well, you know, the worst is the is the Aussies, you know, because you, you start talking like an Aussie, like from uh, Sydney. You know, it's like, oh, but you get somebody from Melbourne, and they they, they get all uh, everybody gets the fucking all upset and pissed off at you because <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like down out of shrimp on the babby. Everybody's nasally. It's just you know, it's just a, it's a, it's just the way yeah. that. I've always been able to hear accents a little bit uh, better. Though. Can you do South African? South African is one of the hardest, actually, because it's kind of there's Dutch, there's German. Uh, I listened to the golfer Ernie Els talk, and he's, Ernie Els is it's it's very uh, hard because it sounds like Scottish sometimes, but then they're like German, and and it's just uh, just a harder type of uh, accent to do because uh, things are clipped at the end. Yeah, uh, a lot of the D's sound like T's, like at the end. Uh, it's 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 harder. Mm. Um, it, usually, if I listen a lot to it, I'll watch like I'll watch a Guy Ritchie film, you know. <clears throat> like a lot of times, I just start doing my Jason Statham, Tommy. It's a lot easier, isn't it? What happens wow. if we get fed? What happens if he finds out? I suppose we'll get fed to the pigs, Tommy. <laughs> what are you two doing here? Walking the dog. You let him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, you know, I, it's a true story. I grew up with a lot of the, the, the I, I literally, we only watched, my dad thought, I mean, we just, we weren't allowed to watch shit like Three's Company. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally, that's, that's a good uh, thing. Yeah, we, we literally, uh, we literally couldn't do it. Um, we weren't allowed, so... Uh, you know, and, and, and those are my, so those are my heroes, you know, Richard Burton and Alec Guinness. We used to watch Bridge in the River Kwai. I've seen like 5,000 times and, you know, all, all these, just all the, that, that's what I grew up with. So I have that ear for, for that somewhat. I, I, and people always need to understand that, you know, it, it's never in mocking ways. I mean, I, I, I'm probably American by birth, but British by inclination. I mean, my family is my, my family is actually uh, Scottish, Welsh, and English. Hmm. Uh, and I know there's some Irish in there, but I mean, I'm I people. I'm a British Irish mutt. I mean, that's where I'm from. That's and uh, so, but yeah, I've sat and I've sat with. It's funny is if 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 Simon and I were having a beer with a couple other Scots, I would be able to after about five minutes. He would probably look and go, that's that's not bad, actually. You know, you, I, I, I'm not I don't think I do the typical American thing, but I better not because that's my job. Mm. So you just don't want to say like the the Scotland like that. Yeah, Ben and I still aren't past that stage. Sadly. Oh, it's terrible. Simon will just hang up. Yeah, he has done. This happens too often. <laughs> and you know what? It's it, you're beautiful just the way you are. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you off this time. I think that was that was fairly impressive. Yeah, that was well, awesome. I, well, I, as long as I mean, as long as I don't want to offend anybody, and I, I no, thank you. No chimney sweep up my ass. Yep. And <laughs> the, the Dick Van Dyke because Dick Van Dyke is hideously offensive to us as a nation. 
<laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, coming out. Hey, dude, hey, oh, that thing. It's like every cliche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I much prefer, like, My Fair Lady, you know, like, if you want to do, like, that good cockney, you know, you, you listen to that, and you listen to, like, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but when, you know, like, they were saying, oh, I'm getting married in the morning. Sing yeah. on the bells, you're going to chime. You know, <laughs> he was, he, but he's a, he's a real Brit. Yeah, mm. Dick Van, but see, there you go. Dick Van Dyke was a movie star who also did that stuff. And he's an incredible talent, but he's a movie star. You, you look at look at uh, Julie Andrews was the original Eliza Doolittle on. Uh, she won a Tony Award for that on Broadway. But when it came time to do the movie, they needed a movie star, so they put Audrey Hepburn in. Mm. So and she did a great job, but when it came down to Oscar time, who got Best Actress? Well, Julie Andrews for Mary Poppins. And, and um, Audrey Hepburn got shut out. A lot of people don't know that. Now we do. Thank you. Yeah. I yes. <laughs> no, your musical theater is it's so important. Your musical theater knowledge. You pushed important facts out of my brain. There you go. Nah. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I strive to do. Oh, dear. Okay, so the next question. How long does it take to do all the voice acting in a game? Uh, it depends on the size of the game. Um, gosh, when we did EverQuest or EverQuest 2, I think I did 17 or 18 different characters. And you know, that was literally, I think, over three years people were doing it. Uh, wow. I will tell you this. For the games that we do now, like Uncharted, uh, Uncharted, the motion capture and everything takes about a year to do. Um, that I'm involved literally every month for a year. Um, I worked on a game the other day that we did the initial recordings, then they'll go back, they'll do a lot of the graphics. I'll probably be back working on that again in July, I'm guessing, uh, to do pickups and do more sessions. Uh, it depends on the size of your role and the size of the game. Um, but, you know, they, they'll obviously kind of uh, get you into uh, maybe three, four uh, five sessions, four-hour sessions uh, is a typical game uh, when you're, you know, a, a, ma a main character. Um, if there's motion capture involved, that's a different deal. Some people have the full script written, like it's a movie script, and you go in, you do your parts for a couple times. Sometimes, like Uncharted, it it's the beginning scenes, and it evolves, and you see how that, that's another thing that we do. The story... You know, Amy Heading, the writer, has an idea of the story arc and where it's going, but she leaves room to play as we're going to, because it may go into a direction that she prefers. And I mean, she's and, and Amy Hennig is absolutely brilliant. Um, you get you'd be hard pressed to get her to say that, but she is, and uh, she deserves all the accolades and all the success that that game has brought. Hmm. Definitely. Absolutely, she's phenomenal. Um, so we have another question here. Um, there's a clip that has become quite infamous uh, on the internet. Um, it's from the game Resonance of Fate, which is a pretty um, recent RPG. Um, the clip is um, you featuring, uh, or you discuss grapes, fertile soil, oh. turning fire with your trusty magnum. And uh, yes, yes, I know about this. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that's hysterical. That was one of those uh, Japanese things where you have very to... Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was silly. Uh, we it was it's a Japanese thing, and what you have to do is you're stuck to the dialogue, and you and and obviously the language is so different from English to Japanese. You know where they may go, oh yeah, Taikajuja. And you're saying, I, I know, Father, I want to go with you, but the farm is so far away. And all he said is, and you're like, how am I supposed to fit that? Yeah. And I got this, I remember, I remember that session. I remember where it was. I remember sitting there and laughing. <laughs> they show me that what I'm, they show me the, the thing. And I look at what I'm supposed to say, and, and I'm, I'm laughing hysterically. I'm like, are you serious? This is what it says. And they're like, can you make it work? It just, we don't know how. You said, we figured we hired you because you, you, if anybody, you could make this work. And I'm like, the only way to make it work is just embrace it and have just like, have fun with it. And just, you know, just yeah. the one thing an actor has, has to have is the ability to make himself look like an ass. And, uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a whole part where he goes to black and he's doing like the dance where he's shuffling his hands. And I was like, <laughs> and he's looking down at her boobs are bouncing and you're like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So, you know, but hey, the, as long as the check clears, I'm going to do what they want. So <laughs> hey, is what, uh, you can either, you know, do this half ass or jump into it and just have a have a goof, have a laugh at it, you know, and that's what we did. And I, I remember they, they showed that clip and somebody, one of my friends actually sent it to me. Um, and, and it was pretty, it was pretty bizarre, but, you know, because especially the way the animation looks and it's just the whole look of the thing. And then it's like, oh, the oh, it's with that trusty Magnum. Oh God. Just, it was like, you know, the funny thing, and here's another one of my, my, um, one of my British influences, I got to tell you, growing up watching Benny Hill. Do you remember when he would sit there and look at a girl and go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear that. I mean, that's kind of like, that's what I was like. He just like, he was, he was this character. who was like that Benny Hill. It was like, oh, come on, come on. You know, and like patting a little bald guy in the back of the head and, you know, and it's like, <laughs> that was that character. He's like, and he's, and he's very, he had all kinds of sexual references, which, you know, it was uh, it was funny. It was just so. Yeah, I mean, if I've disappointed anybody, I'm sorry, but you know, my kids have to eat, and uh, <laughs> I got to work with a, a good friend who was the director on that, and you know, and you remember Tim telling me, if anybody can make this work, it'll be you. So have fun with it. We did. So it's very funny uh, to watch. Yeah, it, it is pretty silly though. I saw it. Yeah. But if anybody's disappointed, if there are any Nathan Drake fans who are disappointed. I apologize. <laughs> just trying to make a living. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, you need to you need to YouTube it. It's uh, just search "All We Have Are Raisins" and uh, and it should be there. It's very very yes, dark. Yes, yes, that's the that's the that's the tagline, right? All we have are raisins. Yeah, you know what we're talking about too. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. It's got bountiful grapes, and well, we have a raisins. <laughs> This. A bottle of wine? It's empty. 
And I haven't even finished the main course yet. And? And I want you to fetch me another bottle before I finished my meal. This is why you called? <laughs> yes. Damn you! Damn you, woman! And yet... And yet... There's just nothing like real meat! Oh, it doesn't get any more real than that! If you're serious about letting loose with those bunker busters, they'll be surprised when I return fire with my trusty magnum. No! Have to focus. Come on, Vacheron, keep it together. What did she want? Not a war, it's wine! Of course! Fermented grapes. Full ripe grapes need fertile soil. <laughs> That's it. It's so obvious. Oh, oh we have a raisins. No! Oh, one wine. Coming right away, ma'am. I'll have my servant waiting for you in the bar. Take it to him, would you? <laughs> have you watched it a lot of times? I, I saw it once. Wow! I have a good memory. Just embedded in your mind now. Yeah, no, I remember Stop. the line. I, 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 that's another strange thing. The, the talent, maybe, or just weird abilities. I just have a really good memory for things like that. I can't remember names. Uh, or I can't remember, you know, time zone. I'm supposed to be some places sometimes, but. <laughs> I remember lines of dialogue. It's very bizarre. That's, uh, I suppose that's probably best for your line of work. Yes, that, that, that keeps the money coming in. <laughs> um, let's see what we've got here. Can you explain to us Kitty Got Wet? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at the first Uncharted, uh, I had a, you know, rather than the line like, take that when he punches somebody, I, I always wanted to do something different and at one point, I they, they showed me this picture of me jump kicking, jumping and kicking this guy in the head, and in the middle of it, I said, "I will kick you to sleep," and people just loved that from the first Uncharted. I will kick you to sleep, or, and, and so when the second one came around, they one of the people at Naughty Dog was like, "Well, what's the catchphrase going to be this time?" It was "Kick you to sleep." What's the catchphrase? And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know I needed to come up with one," and I had actually been trying to consciously think of something clever to say when he's pummeling some poor soul. And I was, I think I've told this story before, but I was playing Wii tennis with my son and he was about eight years old and he smashed one by me, won the game. And I go, Oh, you beat me. And he looked at me, he goes, yeah, kitty got wet. <laughs> and I remember looking at him and I said, what? And he thought he was in trouble because I, because it sounded dirty, but it came from this innocent little eight-year-old. And I'm like, what did you just say? And he said, Kid, Kitty got wet. Why? And I'm like, what does that mean? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, where, just where did you hear that? Tell me where you heard that. And, and I, I literally took the remote out of his hand. I sat him down. I said, where did you hear that? Did you hear that at school? He goes, no, I made it up. I said, promise me. you got to promise me. You made that up. You Because I didn't want it. I mean, you know, he saw it on a TV show. I, this had to be something. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And he literally said, no, I, Dad, I, you know, I made it up. You know, like cats, you lost and like cats don't like to get wet. And you, you lost. So you're like a wet cat. And, you know, and, I'm like, and I looked at him and I kissed him on the head. And I was like, oh, you are brilliant. 
And the next time I went into a session, I said, I got something, I got something. And he punched somebody. I went, yeah, kitty got wet. And everybody <laughs> exploded. And it was just like, wow. It has no <laughs> dirty significance at all, but it kind of does. <laughs> yeah. You know, people just, you know, you get people's imagination going, but it, it came from an incredibly innocent place. And I, I think that's where its brilliance lies. It just was so random and it came from my little boy. And uh, now, I'm, you know, I've got to shake him down for one on the third game. <laughs> um, final question here. Actually, no, we've got two more after this and then we're all done. Um, okay. Very blunt question. Are you or are you not working on Uncharted 3? I'm not supposed to talk about that. I've been told I can't say one way or the other, but I would ask a question back. Do you think it would be very financially responsible of Sony to not make a third game that has made <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars for their company? Well, then I believe That's we are on a similar wavelength. You never know with Sony. You never know with Sony, but you kind of do. Mm, yeah in this case <laughs> you just you just you just you got to use your common sense what do you think um i'm not supposed to say one way or the other well thank you uh, for that <laughs> i would i would just i would encourage everyone to tap into their common sense yep mm. um yeah i mean we talked about it earlier a bit but do you think uh video games will ever be appreciated alongside uh, alongside films um, artistically well it should be I, I don't know I mean that's uh, you know I, I, I don't know they, they really should be um, but you know like uh, television soap operas have uh, never gotten the same type of uh, um, and I worked on one for a while uh, they've never gotten the same type of respect that primetime television or, or films get. Uh, I think a lot of the, you know, everybody making big deal out of all the technology and Avatar and, oh, it's a brilliant, well, video games have been doing that for years. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, they did motion capture and the, yeah, yeah, I've been doing that for years. Um, and games have been doing things. And, and it, you know, they are kind of getting the respect because so many games are be, being turned into movies now. You, know, you look at Prince of Persia as being turned into a movie, and 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 I mean, yeah, sometimes it goes back and forth. I think it's a, it, it's the one industry that's very close to each other in terms of the technological aspects that are involved. Um, will they get the same type of respect? And you know, my answer, best answer, would be, who cares? Why do you? Why would we want to bring in the bullshit that the motion picture industry? deals with on a day-to-day -day basis to our little world. I mean, it's like, you know, we, I, I'm happy them being uh, set, you know, set apart. It's um, too many people put the emphasis like, oh, it should be like movies. It's like, you know what? It can be its own thing. Yeah. Um, you know, as long, and, and that's something when people were asking me about, like, would I do the movie? And when I was at uh, the Comic-Con, I said, you know what? As long as I get to play Nathan Drake in these games, for the people who really appreciate Nathan Drake and this game, I'm a happy guy because movies will come and go, but these games can sit in your, your, your shelf for years. And, you know, you can, 
pass them down to your kids and go, you got to play this thing called Uncharted. And because I think that technology is going to be, you know, it's not like, oh, you got to play Pac-Man, son, you know, <laughs> for my kids. It's like, dad, it's asteroids. I mean, you know, you know, it's still it, that I think that game and games like that and Assassin's Creed and the Halos, they're going to stand the test of time. Yeah. And uh, with with gamers. And, uh, you know, so I, I you know, I, I it's OK for them to be different. You know, it's it's there's Broadway uh, theater acting, there's movies, there's television, there's video games. Um, you know, it's it's in. I think video games have come further than any of the, those mediums uh, just because the technology gets better and the people making these games get more creative and more talented and, you know, the sky's the limit, whereas there's a ceiling for other uh, for the other mediums. Yeah. Um, right. Two final things. What's okay. your favorite dance? These are two questions we ask everyone that we interview. What, what is your arguably your favorite dance? The resonance of fate. Boom. Oh yeah, definitely. The hand shuffle <laughs> had to be. Yeah. The resonance of fate hand shuffle. <laughs> it is quite spectacular. Is that official name or? I don't know. We just we yeah, just no raisin dance maybe. The ra- whatever you want to call it. Let's go for that. Nice. <laughs> okay, it's a good choice anyway. Um, and finally, we're hypothetically going to make a game. Now, we've interviewed uh, a couple of PSN developers uh, and they've said that they'd be on board to make it. Uh, and Basically, the, the idea is it's called Lose Your Flower with Flow and you guide a, you pilot a sperm cell and we were to try and fertilize an egg. And we were trying to figure out how that would work and we were thinking big multiplayer um, tower defense type job. But uh, obviously, we need a big name voice actor behind it, and we're wondering if you would uh, if you would be up for the role, perhaps. Oh wow! You know what? The chance to play sperm is yep. just—it's <laughs> on my top of my list. So when uh, when you get that all together, yeah, just give me a call. Well, I'm not thinking regular <laughs> sperm. I'm I'm thinking like sperm commander type that mm, that like shouts over a tannoy type thing. Would you be up for that? Oh yeah, I could absolutely do that. Yeah, I could absolutely do that. We could, uh, and especially if like they could put me in a big tub of warm goo, I would probably <laughs> really be able to play that role uh, better than anybody. Awesome. <laughs> Good. Okay. So, so give us your best uh, sperm voice. <laughs> <laughs> My best sperm voice. Oh, that's uh, it's think a hard question. All right. Uh. Oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That works. Yeah. yeah. Something very liquidy would probably work in that. Game yeah. Of the, uh, Just don't choke. No. Yeah. See, but see, you know, you can get anybody to play the Supreme Commander. I'd rather be like, you know, the slow one who gets the egg in the end. Yeah, he's kind of always hanging behind. Nobody <laughs> believes in him. The sad, slow sperm. Kind of a broken tail. The Zeppi. The Woody Allen. Oh. <laughs> well, it depends what you'd best, um, you'd be most up for, really. Yeah, well, Whatever you know, persona maybe, you maybe this is the game where I play all the sperm. Yeah, yeah exactly. you could do that. 
some would consider me a dickhead, so <laughs> fair enough. It, it would all it would all work out beautifully. Well, we'd love to have you on board should it ever <laughs> come to existence. Yes, I'm I'm up for the, uh, the creation game, shall we call it? I don't know. It's probably not one to let your kids play, by the way. Definitely not. Well, by the time we finish it, maybe they need that to be a great way. It's like kids; it's time for this. You know, the birds and bees. Uh, <laughs> yeah, play this. But instead, we're going to play this game. <laughs> it's not God for life. It's not the yes, not, not the most effective Scarred sex ed really. For life. <laughs> I think we've got a title. <laughs> oh Perfect. well, thank you very much. I think that's all the questions we've got for you. All right. Well, I got to get get out of here anyway. Get to uh, a job, uh, another job. I can't talk about right now, but oh damn. Uh, but when these all come out and you want to do this again, I'd be love to talk to you guys again. Maybe when uh, Sony possibly make a very financial, uh, financially logical decision, we may be speaking to you at some point. Yes, that 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 would be a very. I'm sure that decision may be soon. Yes, and I'm sure. I'm sure if we all used our common sense, I'm sure that decision from Sony. Might be very, very soon. Oh, not that I would know. Anyway. Of course not, no. Or, but, uh, or any of us. You know, I would, I would think that we just would have to hope that our senses are finely tuned into uh, how the industry works. <laughs> um, not that I'm saying anything one yeah, way or the other. Yeah, yeah, of course. You should understand that. I'll, I'll really think about what would be sound decisions <laughs> so thank you very much and uh, I'm sure we'll speak to you again soon I look forward to it take care thanks for the questions you know what they say about meeting your heroes but I don't really give a shit because that was awesome <laughs> it was pretty epic <laughs>